From the pages of the Salt Lake Tribune, straight to your earphones, this is Tribune Sports Radio. Please hang up and try again. Even, uh, even the Budweiser is stronger. The beer up there is... So when you're in Toronto, they actually serve you beers while you're covering the games? No, a- no. Okay. After, afterwards. <laughs> okay. a, lot of, a lot of press rooms have... They'll, they'll bring out some beers after a game uh-huh. See, it, for it, people it, who are what, riding. What kind of Molson did you have, though? Was did the Utes do it? Canadian? I'm sorry, yeah. does, does Utah Just do this the, for you? Yeah, yeah, they'll bring out beers. Oh, really? Yeah, it's usually me uh, and, Jody. The, and then, you know, and then, like, <laughs> travel, swing by, and, and steal one or something like that. But it's it's... There aren't that many people that partake. Yeah. The, the a couple, Mol- maybe a couple road guys. The Molson Canadian is better in Canada than what you get in the U.S. It's a, it tastes completely different. It even comes in different colored bottles. It is. Mine was in a maple leaves, uh, like twist. Right. Can maple leaf on? The, it was a can or a mm. bottle. Well, the, the aluminum. The aluminum can oh, bottles. Oh right. Oh yeah. Yeah. With the uh, maple leaf. Cabottles. Cabottles. On the cap, right? Well, see. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's uh, is uh, you've been obviously been in New York City is because Tor- this this I'm being really I'm not even trying to be podcasty on this one but I hear Toronto looks a lot like New York City. No. Um no, no no Toronto's clean. Toronto's really clean. Uh-huh. Um, it's sort of it's it's a really nice city. It's mm-hmm. it's kind of like futuristic in a way. Uh, just like the the because it is so clean and and there's like kind of a uniformity to a lot of the the skyline like it's mm-hmm. a lot of glass and and sort of different um angles and stuff like that whereas new york there's so many different types of, of buildings and yeah, well, yeah there's, there's like of, 400 years of architecture yeah that's sort of yeah. built on top so of each other. It, so like i mean i'll show you let me show you a photo okay are we recording this yeah one? we've been recording oh, for okay. a while now well uh, then the photo won't let me show let me dear listeners let me show you a photo okay this is, makes for good podcasting um but yeah, no, it's it's a really nice, and I I've really not had much opportunity to go out and explore it, mm-hmm. um, because the la- I've only only been there for jazz for jazz trips. Jazz trips. So this is the second time you've been there. Second though. time I've been there, mm-hmm. but both times have been the, the second night of a back to back, and so um, you you only get the one night there, and it's the game night, mm-hmm. so you know. Do they uh, is basketball like the the bastard child of hockey over there? Um, I I think so, yeah, for sure. Because I I watched I flipped on, you know, TSN or whatever, and it was I mean there was some basketball, but it was a lot of uh, Connor McDavid highlights. Mm-hmm. Do you know who that is? I don't. You don't know who Connor McDavid is? I don't. <laughs> I, I, I don't oh, either. Oh man! Oh, I was trying to figure it. I mean, I was trying to figure it out because there's like. They're like, oh, it's another Connor McDavid top ten. David uh, or Daniel? Connor McDavid, I believe. Maybe I'm making this up. Who? Uh, what is he like? A hockey player? Yeah, he's a he's, um, he plays for the Erie something or other. The Erie Otters. The Erie Otters. Yeah. Uh, and so he's he's, he's like he's going to be the number one pick in in the NHL draft. Oh, easily. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, I mean, so that's why that this is LeBron at Akron. His yeah, his yeah. senior year. Exactly. Oh, he's a, a new market kid. He's from New Market, so I mean, of course. As opposed would. to the old one, or <laughs> well, I, I mean, in 18 games, he's got 16 goals and 35 assists. I mean, that's not too shabby. 26 penalty minutes, so he, you know he's a little bit of a bruiser. So he's center. Is watch, he done, watch his highlights; he's awesome. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, he he does things on skates that most people couldn't do on sh- in shoes. Yeah, 
Well, which it's or, hard to skate <laughs> or so. stop motion animation. With uh, when you're in Toronto, so you're just in and out of that place there. But I mean, uh, do you, is it just right to the arena? Because the picture you showed us, which was on uh, your Twitter, uh, your your Instagram account there, this looks super duper clean, almost federal style. You know, just kind of like a lot of I don't know. I'm not doing a very good job of describing the picture that I saw for just a millisecond. But yeah. Um, so when you're uh, when when you're there though, is it, is it is it just do you feel like you're outside of the country? Is it or is it still just like America uh, light? Only because when you walk around, it's all every everywhere you would see that Bud Light, you know, Monday Night Football or or you know Sunday football thing. It's all hockey. Yeah, I mean yeah. it's that yeah. that's you know and that that's the only thing that really. And then there are ketchup chips. Yeah. How is ketchup chips? I don't know. Oh uh, God, I don't care. Yeah. You have to get outside of Toronto to really experience Canada. You have to get north of of Toronto. Mm-hmm. Toronto's a great city, but it's it it, it has a American feel. It, it except that it's really clean. It's unbelievably clean. Um and you just feel safe walking around it. Um That's but that's kind of Salt Lake in a nutshell. It, it is. I mean, cuz when it, I, people come from out of town, the first thing they go is like I cannot believe how clean it is. And yeah. and they and they're telling me they're from cities like San Francisco and, you know, I don't want to say Detroit, but that's not true. But uh, I know Philadelphia is a dirty town, but like Salt Lake's a super duper clean town. To be it fair, is. there's only like five streets to keep clean, as opposed to Philly, where it's. I mean, Salt Lake's downtown is pretty small comparing yeah. to, most, to most big cities downtown. That's right? true. I mean, go to Sugar House, but that's how far you're kind of out downtown. Town. Yeah, it's like five, six miles. Yeah, something like that. Ten minute drive. Yeah, ten right. minute drive. Yeah. Well, jump in the other pie. I got a story to tell. Yeah, I've been waiting to tell this for a while. So uh, it's a two-parter. I'll, be, I'll kind of run, get through it a little quickly. So we had a big pile of uh, donations that we wanted to make for the thrift shop, you know, uh, to, which is this LGBT one that's like, called Our Store, which is on 300, uh, I think it's 300 East and 400 South. And so my girlfriend basically piled everything into this corner and said, if you can, run it to the thrift shop. So I did that two days ago and uh, dropped it in the back, got the donation slip, you know, it's basically I always overvalue what we're putting in there. There's like, there's no way there's $350 worth of clothes and, you know, books and wire, you know, wire hangers and stuff. Anyway, so when uh, she got home from work last night, she wanted to know exactly where that one paper bag was. I go, I'm sorry, which one was that? You know, there's this Harmon's bag. It was stuffed in the, all the middle of it. Well, as it turns out, it's all the medals that she ran from Ragnar and mine from running in the Salt Lake City Marathon. Mm-hmm. So it's sort Yikes. of like these big Yikes. ticket things that you want to get back. And so I, uh, there was obviously nothing we could do that night. So the next day I went back there to procure it. And when you're making donations in almost all these spots, it's just they make it so uh, so easy and efficient for you. Well, they'll just basically drive up service, unload it for you. You fill out the slip and stuff. But when you get into the bowels of the beast of where they store these things, I mean, it was like climb. I went to this back this back room, which is like a warehouse, and I was climbing over mounds and mounds and mounds of basically discarded clothing, bedding, you know, like china. There's glass. I mean, and the smell on this <laughs> was just unbelievable. And this I don't is know how you get Ebola. I don't know <laughs> how I did it, but somehow I stepped on the metals and I found them, you know, and so we're able to, you know, take them back home and stuff. And I was laughing about this because on Sunday, after getting off of work, because, you know, people don't know, I bartend and, uh, and uh, I, got, I get home at 3, 4 o'clock in the morning. At 8.45 in the morning, this woman calls me. And what she was, she was from the 24-hour fitness gym that I had joined. Well, when I joined the gym, 
they said you needed to meet with a personal trainer. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, well, if this is part of the great introductory rate, yeah, I'll meet with the personal trainer. And so ended up uh, going in there and sitting down with her. And I remember sit, when I was talking to this girl, I won't use her name, but, you know, really upbeat, has a yoga background, you know, mm-hmm. and, and background. she's taking <laughs> <laughs> she's taking notes. she's healthy. She's taking notes the way uh, someone who's not paying attention would. Like, she's contorting herself in the chair, and then she would say, like, so what are your workout goals? And I'd go, not to have a heart attack when I'm 53. You know, it's like, what are your other workout goals? To eventually see my toes when I'm half naked. You know, like, just basically huge broad strokes before we went and did, like, this CrossFit routine. That did, basically, did she write that down? Oh, it's just, it, I was watching her in her little pad of paper. She would write in the very top corner, not like in a, a see line. See toes when half naked. No heart attack but i think she made the you know the the oh, symbol right, of the right. heart and then the attack was tak you know so anyway she calls me 8:45 on sunday and she goes what uh, she was like good morning ben and i was like huh she goes time rise and shine time to get up i go who is this and she tells me her name this is satan this <laughs> is satan and, I, and she goes i've been going through your records and it looks like you've only been to the gym six times in the last two weeks uh care to explain yourself whoa and i was like explain myself wow. and i remember and i told her i go look i didn't hire you to be my personal trainer now this is retaliation because i did not you know uh uh contract your services for this and then i just went off going like you know, I was like, I work nights, you know, and also you don't know what I do outside of here. I walk dogs, you know, and also like screw you on all this. But what does she know you have a Twitter account? Oh, and does she, also, she should. tens and tens of followers, it, easily <laughs> 130 followers, you know, and most of which are not porn bots. But wait, <laughs> okay, keep going oh. because I have something to say after you. So, anyway, so. I, I basically read her the riot act, you know, which is like, if you ever call me again, you ever, you ever embarrass me like this, I swear on everything good and holy, I will go down there. And also, here's the problem I hate, empty threats. What, what, do, what are they going to do, cancel my membership? But have you ever been basically called out? Because she kept saying, like, you don't want to have a heart attack, do you? You want to see your toes, don't you? Like, the one things I said that was kind of vulnerable were the things that she shot back to me. And, uh, and so the thing I wanted to say is, did you not see the medals from the marathon that I've run? <laughs> how did you re- – how did you re- – how did she respond to you when, uh, you know, uh, about... Oh, her response is, well, I guess we'll just see you down at the gym later. Like, it was it was this... Or at your funeral. <laughs> I, was, I was waiting for you to come around and say that she called you to the gym and for some reason she had gone to the thrift store and found one of your... Salt Lake Marathon medals well, and was wearing it. Well, because we, that would have we been don't the best. lie on this podcast, so I don't want to. I mean, for okay. the sake of the story, I'll, I'll tell a C minus story to get the truth out. But That's uh, okay. Well, I was. I wanted to talk about. You had a tweet last night about how your girlfriend um, is is really into Jeff Goldblum, oh, and yeah. you know what? I, I think that you can't really take much offense to that. None. Yeah, it's well, well. But here's the question: Did it just spring from like a commercial, or were you watching a movie? Was it Jurassic Park? No, it was Doctor Ian Malcolm. I no, mean, it's it was really hard. Much, to much that. deeper than that. We were um, we watched uh, the remake of Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Okay, and uh, it's a uh, it's, it's Donald Sutherland uh, in his corduroyist with his uh, white, you know, like he's got this fro and a huge creepy mustache and stuff, and Leonard Nimoy's in it, and. I don't, you know, he, talk about being typecast as an actor because the entire time he's in the movie, you keep thinking it's Spock, you yeah. know, and you, it's more like where's you live long and prosper and, you know, it's pursuing up the hands. Nanu, nanu. Nanu, nanu and stuff. But anyway, Jeff Goldblum's in there and he plays this writer 
and it's all set in San Francisco, and it's like San Francisco in the course, 70s. Of course it is. It's just Late in, 70s. He probably has long, black, curly hair. Hipper than hip. Everybody yeah. looks good. The women are beautiful. I mean, and uh, there's something about the grittiness of that city at night, when, and when it's also stories told through rain in San Francisco, there's nothing better. But anyway, uh, Jeff Goldblum comes in uh, onto camera, and he's very frantic. He's going like, why are they not talking about my book? Why are they talking about Nietzsche? Why are they talking about Plato? Why are they not talking about Dr. Ian blah, 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 and stuff? Anyway, I look over at my girlfriend. <laughs> I look over at my girlfriend, and she's staring at the screen, mouth dropped, staring. And did you have Je to, like – Oh, I had to lift it up, and yeah. I was like – and I told her to pull herself together. Let's put it together. Do you see him as uh, is he the nerdiest uh, sex symbol out there? I don't know, man. That's Screech. a good question. Screech. Yeah. Oh, Screech. I saw him fight. Dustin Diamond. Mm. Um, I don't know. Uh, that's a good question. I think he's definitely up there. I think he's kind of reinvented himself too because he's in Wes Anderson movies now, and he's he's on uh, uh, Tim and Eric's. He's also in the league. Adventure. Yeah, he yeah plays exactly. Uh, he's also in the league. Yeah, he plays uh, uh, Ruck, Ruxin's dad. Ruxin's dad. Yeah. With the Sil uh, Sarah Silverman scene, which was pretty pretty classic. Yeah. I mean, you can't really fault. Hold on. Mm. Just. <laughs> no way. That's good. <laughs> Copyright there. You don't know what it is. Man, uh, where are we going after this? I don't know. Well, it's, I want to talk about bank robberies after about this. Lunch. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you want to talk about bank robberies? I don't know. Um, I was hoping to see a story on sltrip.com. Haven't seen it. Haven't seen it. Okay. Yet. Um, so I get home last night. I drove down to Provo to talk to Tim Pugh quarterback Britton Covey. Really good kid, but that's kind of beside the point. Who's going to win the game? Let's just let's have yeah, one sports moment here, and then well, let's who's going to win the game? Uh, I think the Jazz are going to win. Jazz are going to win. Jazz are going to win. They're going to improve to six and seven. Beat the Warriors gonna, on the road. Yeah. Oof. No. The Jazz could beat Tim Few, though, I think, at basketball. Not at football. <laughs> not at football. No. Absolutely not. No. Well, I don't know. Ennis? Ennis as your left tackle? I'm, I'm, making, Ennis, I'm making Ennis the tight end. Tight end. He's okay. my Julius yeah. Thomas. Okay, so Derek's your, Derek's your left tackle? Or Rudy's your left tackle? Yeah. No, I'm no. going. No, Rudy. Rudy's got to be the tight end, man. But All you have to do is send him down the seam. Jeremy Evans. Okay, Jeremy Evans. No. Quarterback. He's, Booker. He's, he's blocking your kicks. Quarterback. Booker. No way. Booker. I would say Alec Burks, man. If you're going to go like a dual threat system, Alec Burks. Gordon's your wide receiver. Alec yep. Burks spinning 180 and throwing yep. a pass yep. over his head. Yep. Um, sorry, we, we went on a tangent. Um, Hood, so, Hood so at got, center. Hood at center, yeah. <laughs> so you got I home. So you I got home last night. It's like 7 o'clock, and now it's insanely depressing because – at 5.30, it's pitch black. Yeah. So I got home at 7, and it felt like it was 12. And I see a, a guy shining a flashlight around my apartment building. And so I'm like, oh, this could be just a guy looking for his cat. Then I see the gun, and I'm like, okay, it's a cop. And he says, good afternoon. And it was night. It was just um, creepy. Yeah, and I'm it's like, just all right. creepy. And it means, you know, cops shining a light at 7 at night around your apartment building. It means that something's going on. And I live just probably 500 yards away from a bank and said we just had a what we think is an armed bank robbery just talking really calm uh you've been here all night and i was like no man you just saw you just saw me pull in but it's okay um so i just proceeded to, to show him all these potential hiding spots 
for an armed robber. Uh Oh, you must go. have missed the story on SLChip.com, and they think that he robbed it with a homemade bomb. Oh, good. Oh, wow. That makes me feel so much better. <laughs> if it's a gun, could have made like, it at your home. Yeah, that's he could have made it in in the concrete stairwell. So I just proceeded oh. to, to show this police officer all potential hiding spots, and uh, I just like, so you should probably uh, suggest I should lock up. He's like, well, <laughs> you have a good night. No, we he'll all, just, he'll just always, blow through the door. We always suggest <laughs> locking up, and I said. Well, you have a good night. And he proceeded to walk down the street, check the garbage cans <laughs> to see if anyone was hiding. I mean, he was he was doing his job. When I was uh, I used, when I first moved to Salt Lake City, I was living over on 10th South and 800 East, and um, it was this long row apartments with that uh, showed these long row garages in the back, and at the back of the garages was a dumpster, and I had the furthest unit on there. And so, coming home from work one night, uh, there was a fire in the dumpster. And the process of, uh, in the, and as the fire spread and got bigger and bigger, and ended up going into my end of the garage. And every keepsake that I brought from Las Vegas when I moved here like 15 years ago was either burnt, smoke damage, or water damage in the process of that. And so, I mean, it just was a complete bummer. And we don't know exactly what happened. But this is, I swear to God, this happened. Exactly one week later, I come home from work. And as I'm going into the backyard, I see a, fl- a fireball in that back area. And if you know the area at all, they have those alleys that separate between. Fireball whiskey? No. Oh, no. An actual fireball. <laughs> An actual, actual fireball. Okay, my bad. And so when I was going to the back, I saw this fireball in the back because uh, they have those alleys there. And as I go around the corner, I can smell the smoke. I could smell the burning rubber. I could smell, you know, just you could smell some sort of fire. And as I turned the corner, somebody had taken a Geo Metro and lit it on fire. Awesome. And it was burning. And so the process of them taking the uh, – it's for the process of them putting it out, that was all the other water damage and smoke and fire to the other side of my garage. So at that point, anything I had left over from Vegas was gone, you know, just absolutely decimated. But here to kind of tie it with, with your, the, the, the police story is it was like two weeks later after that as I was getting home from work yet again late at night, what do I see in my backyard? I see two cops. And I'm looking over there, and I was like, can I help you? And it's, you know, it's pitch dark, middle of the night, stuff like that. And as, uh, as I look at the guys, they go, do you have any ID? And at the time, I did not. And he goes, well, where do you live? And I go, I live here. And they go, well, prove it. And I go, not a problem. Let's take my house key and open the door. And that was enough to get me in there. But it's weird uh, when you get this daylight savings garbage. Is oh, that yeah. It's it's totally bad. Oh, it, it, I feel- you could have shown up, and it would have been bright, and the cops would have been like, Welcome home. (laughs) Where it's like at night. We're grilling some brats. You want to hang out, guys? They they focus that light so deep into your pupils that they dilate. All you see is like a flash, these round circles of light, and you suddenly start panicking. You're probably breathing a little heavy because it's like – Okay, I can't. Well, the kid, the code, the, the thing is, is that what you do with the cops and police officers, law enforcement, is that I do the sir dude, which is the first time you call him sir, the second time you call him dude. Sir dude? It's sir dude is what I do, and it works every single time. I'd go bro dude. Bro dude? Yeah, but you need no. the sir. Sir bro dude. Yeah, you've got to set the You, you have to start with the sir. Oh, no, officer bro. Officer bro? Officer bro. No, no, that, you sound, you sound douchey. It's me, man. <laughs> <laughs> Staying true to form. <laughs> fair enough. So, yeah, I mean, fair enough. to be fair, to go back on what I said, there is a story on SLTrib.com now, and apparently this man robbed the bank with a handgun and an explosive device, uh, an apparent explosive device that looked like two propane tanks somehow tied together. So It's got to be those two. Yeah. So this that's, what, that's what I'm saying. Lock, so lock your door. Yeah, oh, yeah, it doesn't boom. Mean he's got it. Yeah. <laughs> boom. I mean, like, I'm here. I'm, heal- I'm taking your FIFA, I mean, and I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Theoretically... I mean, guns are terrifying, but um, 
the fact that this guy could be hiding in my neighborhood with a giant two propane tank explosive device. I mean, I have I have a bunch of really nice wooden baseball bats in my closet just in case. <laughs> in theory, I mean, if one night something crazy happens and I need to swing away. But bombs just are total game changers, yeah. man. Total utter game changers. That's now right. I'm now I can't now I can't sit at home and like Aaron said, now I can't play FIFA because now I'm thinking about it. And the yeah. other terrifying thing is, is that for some reason, people have been lighting off fireworks in my neighborhood. It's November 19th. <laughs> Utahns, calm down. Let's put it together. Dude. Maybe oh. it's him. Maybe he planned this whole thing thinking that people got used to the sound of fireworks in the area. And one day there's going to be a big kaboom. And I'm like, ah, Get off it's my just, lawn. <laughs> it's, just the fire, it's just the firework people. We don't care. Well, I was, uh, I was having lunch. Yesterday with Matt LaPlatt, and we were talking about uh, he, uh, him doing some time in Florida. Like he was uh, doing uh, time in Florida. Not, not, uh, I meant he had to go down to Florida to work on sto- uh, story. Same thing. Yeah, pretty much the same. Where but, in Florida? Uh, Orlando. Oof. And uh, he was talking, but he was talking about uh, about Utah being weirder than people think they are, and it has nothing to do with the predominant religion and stuff like that. But he kept saying, like, you know, Utah is about Alaska weird. You know, it's not quite not quite Florida de- decapitation. I don't know, man. I think no. I think Alaska and Florida are a little more weird than Utah. I don't know. There are some weird things that happen here. Yeah, but Alaska is just next level, man, because it doesn't get no dark yeah. or it yeah. doesn't get light. There is a time <laughs> where people in Alaska have to see brightness for like four weeks straight. Well, you need to know when it's time to go to bed. I couldn't go to bed. I'd have to put up black uh, tinfoil. Yeah. You look like you're cooking meth. (laughs) (laughs) It'd have to be that cardboard paper that used to cut in elementary school. You just have to buy a bunch of that at Smith's and. But it's it not up. just the bad stuff that happens here, you know, like uh, the Mark Hackings and the Elizabeth Smarts. It's like it's also a place that hosts Olympics, you know. Like that's the other side to this that people yeah, don't get. Yeah, they had to pay an awful lot for that to happen. <laughs> yeah, but there you, were there were some some wrongdoings yeah. in that <laughs> yes. as well. It's just it's a weird it's place, but it's up. not. I mean, I think I saw something on Twitter yesterday about a lady who was arrested for allegedly murdering her boyfriend and chopping him up and eating him. That's that's Florida. Yeah, that's there. There is a Twitter account. There's a Twitter account dedicated to it's called Florida Florida Man, Man. and Mm -hmm. it's all about the most insane, absurd things that happen. Well, when Marissa was working for the St. Pete, she said uh, it was the best crime beat reporting job ever because they have the craziest people on the planet or the United States there. And there's a freedom of information. So it was just it was game on with these stories that you could write, you know, like. okay, here we go. Florida Man. Florida man arrested, poked girlfriend in eye after she served him waffles on his birthday instead of pancakes. <laughs> Florida man tries to take bicycle through Taco Bell drive through lane, causes ruckus. <laughs> What's a ruckus? Florida man starts argument with store clerk who refused to take bubble gum instead of money. <laughs> but in, o- in Ogden, Utah, okay. in Ogden, Utah this week, a man was sentenced to up to five years in prison. <laughs> For stealing two burritos. <laughs> From where? I don't know. Uh, two burritos. Like convenience store. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. They, it, it wasn't, they were not good burritos. It wasn't like... It wasn't Chunga's. It wasn't even Cafe Rio or Chunga's or Chubasco level. No, no, no. We're talking like okay. 7-Eleven. Florida man assaults friend with bucket during fight over whether or not acquaintance was dead. This could be a drinking game, so I'm just going to stop. Give us one more. Just one more. Okay. 
Let's see. I, I want to find the one that I saw yesterday. Yeah. Florida on. man tries to walk out of store with chainsaw stuffed down his pants. <laughs> That's legit. <laughs> so. I, I don't know. I, I, I feel like perhaps Utah could keep up better than most states. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think they could, too. Per, per capita weirdness? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you've got to look at population. Absolutely. Because Florida has a distinct advantage in the number of people living there. But it's also in a weird part of the world, man. It's like this. It's like this. Appendix. Yeah, it's like an appendix hanging off this, the country. And Have you been there before? I have. I've been to Orlando. How, uh, for like Disneyland? Or? Yeah, I went when I was like 14 mm-hmm. with my uh, with some with some people in well, my family. Well, we've got so. Falk here. You've been to Miami, obviously, in Orlando. Dude, bienvenido a Miami, man. <laughs> Did you listen to Will Smith when you went? Was no, no. Do they, we play, had, we do ended they up play that at at Quicken Loans Arena, or wherever wherever the Heat play <laughs> American Airlines? Uh, I don't I don't specifically recall that Man, that's that there was much Big Willie style going on, which is very unfortunate. Yeah, I remember we we went to a a bar which is now closed, um, and we listened to a lot of Agent Orange. Really? Yeah. It was a good bar. No, the New York Times wrote about this bar closing down. So it was uh, Agent Orange, Minor Threats, uh, yeah. Dropkick Murphys, uh, the whole uh, Descendants. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Fugazi. We did a whole, it's like, a Fugazi, it's a Wazi, it's a right in your demographic. Absol- absolutely. <laughs> Just absolutely. Everyone that's listening to this podcast right now is queuing up their, all of their Descendants. And uh, start, let's early. go back. We'll go through all at the end. And- CBG. I don't know. It seems like we're uh, – with, with your travels, with uh, re- RSL, though, Chris, I mean, where would you – I don't have interesting places, man. I go to, like, L.A. Aaron gets to go Seattle's, to – Aaron, Aaron gets town. to go to, like, Cleveland. Yeah, no Seattle the, for me. The only thing I know about Cleveland is from the movie Tommy Boy, <laughs> and it looks like the most depressing place ever, and that movie was made in, like, 1993. That wasn't in Cleveland. No, that was Sadusky. It was in Ohio. Same thing. Ohio is one big Ohio. Major League was in Cleveland. Okay, regardless, Major League looked no. depressing. No. So, yeah, Aaron's right. I mean, I, you get Seattle in MLS, and unfortunately the Sonics. And Vancouver. More. I mean, you've got to push for these a little. I, yeah, I need to push Vancouver, for Vancouver. Vancouver been, and Seattle turned into Memphis and Oklahoma City yeah, that's in the true. NBA. That's very true. And Vancouver's rad. Vancouver's the, my favorite city in the world. Yeah, it's Hands it. down. Seattle's cool because it's weird, but there's nothing that can be comparable to Portland. Portland's the weirdest, and it's true to form. I th- last time I was there was in mid-October. Got got to PDX, landed, took the started taking the train in. The first stop in the city, there was like this guy who was like five four, had a mohawk, was had, was wearing a dog collar, and he was with a woman who was probably like six four, and was just like manhandling him, just making out at like nine thirty in the morning. <laughs> and I'm like, man, that red line max. I'm in, I'm in Portland right now. <laughs> a previous trip to Portland, I was I went to Powell's, and there's Powell's is kind of at an interesting intersection in downtown Portland. We're talking about the bookstore. Yeah. Okay. And it, right across the street, I saw a homeless woman um, taking a you know a number two is what we'll call it, <laughs> just out in the open, just like at ten thirty in the morning. So in, in comparing to other, I mean, keep it weird, go, man. You go to LA and it's like, I get off the plane. I go to my enterprise rental car. I, I rent my Nissan Versa and I usually just drive and hang out with Bill Orm and yeah. play FIFA. And then I drive to StubHub Center, which is Car- Is it Carson? Away. Yeah, it's Carson, Ugh. which is awful. Oof, it's it's awful. God awful. Well, to be, and 
it's not even bad because from and from not even my, fairness to the Carsonites, it is. It's just it's suburban. It's just it's just there's just nothing nothing there. there. Well, it's just one endless sprawl in Southern California. So there's, but it only takes like twenty minutes to get from Hermosa Beach yeah. to to Carson. So there's there's no real complaints there. Could you figure out the Portland quadrants? And I always thought that was because they have like the Northeast, Northwest, Southeast, Southwest. I it's no, I I, I just I just walk. And the thing the thing with Portland when I went there was that. The game was at seven or seven thirty local, and I got in at like nine thirty, and it was raining the whole day, and my hotel wasn't ready until four thirty. Oh. So I just walked around in the rain by myself oh. for six or seven hours. And it's always sad. You, look, you, you probably guys, look like Charlie Brown. You guys know this. There's nothing more sad and interesting than being the guy at a restaurant eating by himself <laughs> at lunch. <laughs> like you, you waiting for someone? Nah, no. man, just me. This is it. Just me and my headphones. Just sad. Just keep the chicken fried steaks coming. Yeah, exactly. The so room that, opens up at four. Yeah. But um, I only get West Coast. Aaron gets all the weird random places. Gets to go to Charlotte. I was uh, so <laughs> – Charlotte. How <laughs> <laughs> was uh, – so you want to talk – how does Detroit go – this is a weird podcast. Yeah, really. a heck of a lot, lot, of, lot of geography on this one. Geography was my strong suit growing up. Yeah. We should play a geography game. That was my minor in college because I needed a, to get a minor in one year. It was the only one that you could actually crank out in two semesters worth. There's, a, Did you play that? Did I have that game at my house with the globe? That was legit. The, the teacher has a has a globe game mm-hmm. where you um, – The teacher. Sorry. Yeah. My girlfriend has a, has a globe <laughs> game, and, it's a, and you have a pointer, and it names like regions or cities, and you have to find them, mm-hmm. and the clock's ticking down. So you could, I could say Cincinnati, and you'd have you have to like spin it, and then it'd be like Timbuktu, and then you have to go find it. London, Madagascar, yeah, Bern. I never figured out where Bern was, but I just started. I went to like I went to East Europe. Yeah, I know I know where Cape Verde, but I went to Eastern Europe. Bern, Canary Islands, Canary Islands. Did you find that one? Marshall Islands. Marshall Islands. Bern isn't. These are places. Easter (laughs) Island, (laughs) Cyprus. Cypress, so man. with uh, well, let's probably should do a little Tribune talk here because uh, they're paying man. the bills. Uh, we'll do a dusting, just a dusting. Uh, with the RSL done for the year, and uh, when's it start up again? And what it do you start? It's starting. It starting? doesn't stop. It's never ending. It's never ending. Even though they're only in the second round of the cup. Uh, the off season has begun for RSL and, and sixteen other teams in the league. So is that now? It's just a matter of just personally. Let's just say you're the commissioner of MSL. Is that healthy for the players to be? course not i mean they do they run they got like they got like eight weeks off after playing for 11 straight months but that's the nature of uh, that's all i mean that's that's all it is but the thing about the the north the north america the u.s of a is that you can't play here in the winter time in europe they play they get to play through winter everyone wants wants mls to move to a fifa sanctioned calendar and play through january and december like seventy-five percent of the franchises in that league play in Boston, in New York, Salt in Lake Philly, City, in Salt Lake, in Colorado, uh, Columbus. I mean, these are places that would just get socked with snow, oh, and Bre- no one would go. Well, Brennan was—he was before we started the podcast. He was saying like they're giving away ten bucks an hour and uh, a free Bills ticket to go shovel out two hundred thousand pounds of snow that fell in. I don't even know the or- re- Orchard Park. Is it Orchard Park? Ralph Wilson Stadium. Ralph Wilson Stadium. Enough about MLS though. Can we talk about how terrifying it would be to live in New York in the wintertime? Why is it so weird? 
it's my friends in Cornell, and he's like, yeah, it just snowed five feet. He and his young family had to like stay inside for yeah. three days because they couldn't go anywhere. And also, that's what, not okay. And what's up with an ice storm? Like ice storms, uh, they feel like they terrify me. Ice storms. Okay, I I have and not the movie with the the fishbowl with the car right. keys. We're talking about actual <laughs> frozen water on the power lines. Yeah, that that's something. Boy, that between ice and snow, give me snow. Because even with five feet of snow, generally you aren't going to lose your power. Ice storms, you get a quarter of an inch of ice, and you can't drive anywhere because you you slide all over. You you lose your power because it sags down the power lines. It kill, it, the trees start snapping. Ice is horrible. When I lived in Missouri, we would it was ice that you worried about. It wasn't this, snow. This guy got caught in an ice storm in Oklahoma City. Yeah, those yeah, things shut down all the churches. That's <laughs> that's how cold you it was. Know it's serious. That's how cold it was. <laughs> it isn't the cold; it's the ice. You worry about the ice. That sounds. That, I, I'm pretty sure that was a line in Batman and Robin that Arnold Schwarzenegger said. Ice to meet you. <laughs> Freeze you in hell. Freeze you in hell. Yeah, I, I, I think Utah would be more than happy to take some of that snow off in New York sands right now. I'm good. Up man. in the mountains. I hate it. I know this is not pop. <laughs> I know this is not no, pop. I'm with, no, you know, I'm, I'm with you. I mean, I for eight months, this is this the greatest is, city in America. Yeah, and I don't mean that without hyperbole. No, like, yeah. it, it's it's it's, on, it's, it's it's definitely definitely up there. It's de- it's hard to top Salt Lake City. From May to October. Well, kind of just time with this cops uh, flashing lights in your house. It's like <laughs> I was telling, I was just saying, it's like, what would you rather have? You know, five thirty where it's so pitch black that you feel like you need to start hibernating, or would you rather have those backyard barbecues that go almost to nine o'clock at night during yeah. the middle of the yeah, summer when the temperature nice. is like eighty-one degrees? Go yeah. to a bees game. Just hear yeah. some old man like yelling at it, Reno's first baseman. You can't hit it, Navarro. And then they just hit like it. <laughs> <laughs> that's the beast for spaceman. Well, that's you know, that's a great part too for just China, but you know, but it's got all the great attributes of like sick of San Diego. You know, it's like it's a, it was great summer weather. And so growing up in Vegas, like when it was 115 degrees well, for three I mean, months. Let's be fair, man. Which, which that is, was probably just that was rough. But yeah. my thing is that I will never complain about the heat in Salt Lake City under any circumstance, even if I'm just dripping sweat, moob and pit sweat coming everywhere. <laughs> Because when it comes to the winter, as soon as the sun starts setting at 3 in the afternoon, I want to bitch the entire time. Well, see, here, I'm okay with the heat here because there's no humidity. That's yeah. what gets you, yeah. that's that's get you in other parts of the country. But it's good for your this skin. This is such a dad podcast. I was just <laughs> thinking that. I was just this thinking. so dad. We've got Grandpa over here complaining Let about Let me tell you. Let me tell you. They're firing off fireworks in my neighborhood, and now I'm complaining about the heat. The humidity, yeah. No, but I think that's the part where I've always liked about Salt Lake is that, you know, it's screw the, the, the seasons and stuff, you know, kind of maybe to bring us all together in a way. It's like it's a very – it's a weird enough, interesting enough town where you have horrific crimes and you have, you know <laughs> – but they still have, you know – SLtrib.com. Burks Dentley comes to concert here once a year. I don't know why I picked him. Uh, it's got movies. You know, I, I saw all his, uh, all his Lost yesterday, but I've seen Robert Redford in Salt Lake like 12 times in 10 years, you know. Which did is, you say hi to him? Uh, once at his and restaurant at Zoom. Did he not? Could not have been nicer. Really? Could not have been nicer. Did he ask if you're on Twitter? No, he did not. He should <laughs> Most certainly. I would th- love This was, uh, I think, pre-Twitter, too. Nah, that, you know? that doesn't exist. <laughs> A lot of juggalos, though. No, tons. A lot ju- of juggalos. I could do without the juggalos. A lot of juggalos. A lot of mad people screaming at you downtown. Horrible drivers. Horrible drivers. A lot, 
Aaron and I walked to get lunch like a couple weeks ago, and there's this guy who was like, I need 20 bucks. It's like, 20 bucks? <laughs> Dude, I need 20 bucks, sir. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I got hit up for change in Toronto. The guy, he's like, you got a loony, a toonie. I was like, I don't, bro, I can't help you. No loonies, no toonies. I have a G-dub, though, right here. <laughs> How do you, I mean, I got hit up for money at a Barnes and Noble uh, last Monday. Like, in Sugar House? Yeah, in Sugar House. Yeah. Dude, sitting there looking at a book, a guy comes Sugar up. House is pretty homeless heavy, too. Yeah, yeah. it's true. We, I mean, yeah. Any place where you have four pizza parlors within one block. Why is it, I hate, I hate the word irony, but it is so ironic that people who have no interest in, like, books and reading, they're like, they just congregate around, like, the, the downtown library. I guess well, I get. I guess a, it's a public space. It's a public yeah, space. Library. And I guess and there, the bookstore, bathrooms. And the bookstore is one of those places where you can actually sit. I mean, you can't just go into. You can't just chill in the J. Crew and just admire the I, pants for well, every time 20, I, 30 minutes, just flip through a pair of pants. Every time I hang out for Forever 21, I'm asked to leave. You know, just. <laughs> no, bookstores have seats and chairs and stuff like that. Most of these, you know, Target does not. I like but, Target. No. Target, it, to That's me. That's where you would go? Target, to me, is the best of those kinds of stores. Walmart, yes. Costco. Target, to me, has always felt comfortable. Wait and maybe it's because I always know where the electronics are. Whereas at Walmart or Costco, Costco always pissed me off because it was always in the middle. You had to go find those the CDs and the DVDs somewhere in the middle. That yeah, that but, d- that makes no yeah, sense. Yeah, but wait till you get like a f- you know fifty two regular jacket and your waist is a little uh, hovering around forty. It's not a great place to One, shop. One Costco is the most stressful place in the universe. It's because it's Costco they treat in it like Utah, an amusement park. Co- they Costco treat in Utah on Saturday, to me, it's free lagoon. It is okay. It's free I'll, lagoon. I'll, I'll definitely I'll definitely roll with that. But Target, you walk in, the aisles are wide. There's some sort of good music going on, maybe some Taylor Swift. <laughs> and, you know, you can walk, and there isn't someone ready to, to clip your Achilles heels with those giant carts that they have at Costco. Target, you can you can go find some, some nice T-shirts without someone, you know, chasing their child around who well, stole a muffin. You got to get that Jimi Hendrix T-shirt, you know what I'm talking about. That Jimi Hendrix, that Batman, that TMNT. Costco, and the thing about those big bulk stores, too, is that it has a Turkish bazaar feeling because, like, you know, they stack up all the shirts and whatnot, and you'll see people literally lifting and throwing, lifting and throwing, you know, picking up books, chucking, picking up books and chucking. Like, there's no respect for anything inside of that store until they cash out. Um, I don't know. That's an, I never thought about that. This is by far... My favorite podcast that we've ever done. Because one, I don't know anything about sports, and somehow they they employ me here. So whoever whoever listens well, to know, this, don't take that offensively. But but you know the, the problem with like hosting us like uh, is it is the people who do this for a living like you guys. It's like it's amazing to me how much information you need to have on your fingertips well, that, at all times. And time. it's like think about think about someone who talks about their job all the time Mm -hmm. we do but we try to keep it in-house a little bit we we try to um keep the conversation coinciding with one another because we know what what the other's dealing with 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 dealing with teams and players and all this and all this whatnot this whatnot but no one no one wants to talk about their job 24 7 that's true and that and unfortunately unfortunately for us we work in sports and everyone loves sports sorry to the two people who are listening to this that don't love sports one person 
my mom. It's like <laughs> my mom. <laughs> to our moms. It's, it's like, <laughs> so what's going on, man? What's going on? I mean, are you are you excited? And it's like, no, I'm not really excited. I'm tired. But it, well, it's it, like it, people asking Aaron. So is is Dante Exum going to be like the next Jamal Mashburn slash <laughs> slash? You know what I mean? It's just it's. It's a world of hypotheticals. But and there it gives are times me you still get anxiety. excited about it. Aren't yeah, there? when the games start at 3 in the afternoon. I no, love that. I, I disagree with that. I think, I think what you, you – disagree with start times? No, 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 Wrong. no, no. I think you just – I disagree that that's the only thing that you like. I think what it is is that you guys are writers. You guys are storytellers. And the mm-hmm. nice thing about sports is that it affords you kind of uh, an ample amount of material to kind of write these stories and get them published. And – Hopefully, have people read them and maybe celebrate some, celebrate That's some true. of these players. That's true. But to me, the best part about my day is being able to talk about Target and why it, yeah, why I like it as opposed to Costco. Not me asking Aaron about pick and roll defense or asking Matt Piper, um, well, Piper if, De- if Devontae Booker's gap reading is is correct. That's that's down the line of ninety five percent of sports fans. To me, I want to talk about. The the stuff that no one really cares about. Yeah. <laughs> Here we are. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I time is a flat circle. No, but I could definitely I, I can see that you know. But it is imp- like to say it's impressive. Just you know, if you really were to put Falk under a spotlight and say like, let's run through this entire Jazz team and the assistant coaches to Dennis Lindsay to, to Snyder, it's like he has insight. He has stories to tell about. And sometimes it's about sussing those things out. But I'm, I'm absolutely with you. Like, if I was a gardener, the last thing I'd want to talk about is sod. When, yeah, the last like, thing you want to talk about is how, how are the green tomatoes ripening? And whoa, whoa, why wait, aren't you the, got why 11 are, why heads on that sprinkler line? What are you talking yeah, about? Exactly. It's like, that's a 10 sprinkler line tops. So if there was a beat to cover Target, I would be totally on that. And you'd also be, crime. And you'd crime. be sick crime. and tired of talking about Target within about six months. Probably, but I will always know where the electronics station <laughs> that's is. That's a good point. <laughs> now, it's, I think that's uh, – was, uh, Piper was talking about this where it was – he didn't like the inside baseball. And I would argue I think a lot of the people listening to the podcast kind of interesting. That's all people want to listen to, but – No, but, I mean, they still want – and I'm not talking about getting listeners. I'm inside talking about time. how – they want to know how you guys do what you do, you know, and like it's you, while you might not be compensated like a rock star, I think they they have in their mind's eye that it's still cigar smoke filled yeah, rooms with I, banging on typewriters and saying breaking news. I don't think it's like that so much anymore because now people have have quote unquote real jobs mm. and then do do stuff like this on the side, and they're considered insiders or experts just as much as we are so when did the when did sports reporting change you think was it something because we talked about twitter no less than 12 times today oh man i don't know i mean bill simmons it's a fair no that's a very fair point i I mean i I don't know before bill simmons you didn't have fanboys you know commanding million plus people what i don't understand how do people used to get mad at like writers they used to send probably like letters yeah handwritten note Absolutely. I, 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 yeah. I, I've had one. I forget his name, but he was 76, said I hated soccer. And to be fair, sometimes I do. So, sorry. <laughs> but, eh, I don't know, man. But th- Let's th- just talk about Target. No, no, actually, I want to talk about Bill Simmons screwing everything up. No. No. Bill Simmons the is inside baseball, and he's next level. He's that pines guy. 
But it's like the, the idea is like it's the bar back that wants to own his own bar. I think that's what he is. I think he's there's the yeah. he's the mechanic that wants to own his own dealership. You know, it's like he basically willed himself some miraculously with it. So well, prior before him, I mean, it really was like there was a kind of like a professionalism about not that you guys don't have it, but it no, was like I don't. there was a uh, like a I don't know esprit de corps being a reporter, which is like it carried weight. Yeah, it carried weight. I I now that I do this, I don't. For a team that I like, like watching World Series, like the last thing I want to do is get on Twitter and be like, why did Bochi put Michael Morse in the seventh spot? <laughs> why? Like, I don't, I mean, that, that to me, all that stuff is just white noise at this point. Yeah. So. Is it hard to still like watching the games with the reporter's eye? That's eh, awkward. But, I mean, going to games. I went to a jazz game this year, and it was weird because you're you're seated amongst the animals, everyone just <laughs> screaming. From I mean, the upper bowl at ESA is how far from the court, Aaron? Oh, I have no idea. Miles, probably three miles, <laughs> four, five, six miles. Agreed. And there are guys who were like screaming at LeBron. You chased the money, LeBron. It's like, yeah, he did, <laughs> and he and good for him. Keep getting that point across for the next three hours, right in my right ear. That's all. I I don't know, man. I'm an, I'm an old man. You guys are leaving me to talk way too much about this. I hate all of you. Yeah, you can hate me as much as you want. These two. Yeah. Well, we're coming up on the hour mark anyway, so you're going to be off the clock. Um, Goodness. Looking forward. Uh, what you what you got on the the calendar here, Camo? Not a thing. I just want to hear more Chris and Target talk. <laughs> uh, Aaron man. Falk, anything on the calendar? Uh, Who the Jazz endless this week? calendar? Jazz play at Oakland um, Friday, home against the Pelicans Saturday. Are you going to both those? Uh, I'm not going to Oakland. Tony's going to Oakland. I uh, just got off that um, five game road trip, so Tony should hang out with my dad in Oakland. Dude, let's set him up. That would be good. That'd I be, think you would be remote podcast like, next well, week. I'd like, to, I'd like to see Tony at a swap meet. Yeah. I think Tony, Tony, Tony with my dad room. at the Coliseum swap meet. Just being like, yo, <laughs> these Xbox games are everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's true, though. All right, Kamrani, what do you got? Trip to Target. Right, it's going to Target. All right. for uh, maybe, maybe next week we'll, we'll take the podcast on the road and go to Target. We'll, we'll go find the entertainment or the um, We need to get Target section. to sponsor this podcast. Because don't cool. podcasts well, well, we usually have sponsors? Well, it would be nice to do a live read that's not stamps.com. Or it's, like, it's like cereal. Mail kink, kink? Mail kink? Oh, that thing is... <laughs> that, that thing gives me anxiety. How far along are you in that episode, uh, that series? I'm all the way up. I'm a, I just got to episode four. It's infuriating. It is the most infuriating okay, podcast. Next, next week, if we're going to talk about cereal, you need to get Matt Piper on. Oh, he because he he is the most infuriating person to listen to about, not infuriating to listen to, but he gets the most infuriated about it. Oh, about cereal? Yeah, yeah. It's a S E R I A L. It's uh, uh, it's basically a This American Life one story with bad language. I th- I thought we were talking about tricks, Apple Jacks, Fruit Loops, Cocoa Pebbles. My apologies. cereal power rankings. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Let's go to the Best Waffle, Buy parking lot. Waffle Crisp. Let's podcast from the Best Buy. All right. All right, for this week for Tribune Sports Radio, uh, the 19th of November, thanks for listening. For Aaron Falk, Chris Kamrani, Kevin Winter-Morris, I'm Ben Raskin. Talk to you later. For Tribune Sports Radio, this is Ben Raskin. 
Our weekly podcast is recorded every Tuesday. Subscribe to the show on iTunes at Trib Sports Radio. And while you're there, please rate the show and give us some comments to help improve the podcast. All of our reporters' work can be found at sltrib.com. Please follow us on Twitter at Trib Sports Radio. Tweet us questions and the fellows will be happy to answer them. Or if you feel like writing an email, send it to Tribune Sports Radio, all one word, at gmail.com. Thank you for listening.